Hello, everyone. Today is January 1st, 2019. My name is Javier. My name is Luis. I'm Andrew. My name is Cody. And this is the OG Gaming Podcast. Twenty eighteen was a, I would say, a great year uh, for gaming. I've definitely been more involved the past year than I have in a long time. Uh, I, I was happy to see the game awards for twenty eight uh, for twenty eighteen. A um, couple of highlights that I saw on there were uh, God of War taking game of the year. That's huge. Um, I didn't expect that to happen. Um, followed by Red Dead Redemption two. Uh, you guys praised that game before it even came out and uh i was happy to see that as well uh fortnite of course uh it was a big deal uh they won best ongoing game and best multiplayer game and monster hunter monster hunter was a a good one as well you guys definitely played a lot a lot of that Um, absolutely dbz uh for the best fighting game cody was all over that (laughs) slow down a little bit but yeah i played that months straight when it first came out yeah i've seen some highlight of your fights those those are good good fights and then honorable mention to marvel spider-man which you guys critically acclaimed um assassin creed's odyssey black ops 4 which i think we all have um yeah and yeah. destiny 2 forsaken yep. which this is our go-to game that we've been playing for a while which i was happy to see that is it got nominated for some uh, topics, yeah, I really so. think it should have took that. Uh, I, I think it, it should have won best four, but uh, I was surprised it didn't get nominated for that until yeah. I started playing has right always had great music. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Forsaken's music was like on a whole other level. I mean, from us playing, you know, hours and hours of Forsaken content, there's quite a few songs in there that really impacted us, and I feel like it. The gaming community knows that. Um, yeah. Really wish that one would have uh, won, but it didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, at least nominated. But after playing as Red Dead more and more, I do have to agree, though. I love the Forsaken music, but the score in Red Dead is just above and beyond for pretty much anything I could have related. These the games that came out this year. Cody, can you give me a... Uh kind of like a brief synopsis of God of War and why it's such a good game. Oh, because it takes the formula that people know of like action-adventure games and pretty much flips it on its head. The coolest thing about the game is shot in one long continuous take. So what that means is it's you're always over the it's over the shoulder view but the camera never moves away from Kratos's like shoulder, left shoulder, I think it is. It's been a couple months since I played it, and it's taken in one shot, so it never cuts. It's this you, the transition from cutscene to gameplay is flawless. The only thing you see is the HUD disappear, and then when the cutscene's over, it reappears. But uh, even that transition is so smooth. Just the narrative of it, it's. A whole new mythology it takes it's not a reboot it's more of a continue it's a continuation not more of it. it is a continuation but it's like a soft reboot almost i guess because it takes what veteran players who played the past three games if you don't count the uh psp games and that mythology and it brings it to a new norse mythology and you add his son atreus which is a different component in all itself he has his own skill trees and stuff like that, and uh, which he doesn't really get in your way either. So the, how they did the AI in that game is flawless. So, and then uh, Luis and Andrew, can you guys talk about just the evolution of Monster Hunter and its current form as it is right now? I feel like Monster Hunter is probably the pinnacle of loot grind. As far as I'm concerned, in my opinion, there's something just so satisfying. It's the same idea as a lot of loot games. You know, you go in, you do an activity, you get materials and stuff, you go craft things or earn stuff, and then you go, you know, create things in order to do 
harder activities and get better rewards and everything like that. But the way that it works in that game just works so well for it. And I don't know how they did that so much better and so much more satisfying than other games have. But it's it just hits the nail on the head for me. Um, the other thing that I love about it is the fact that you never feel like the game cheats you out of anything. Whenever you mess up in that game, at least for me, I always feel like it's something that I could have done better, something that I messed up. I never get frustrated with the game and want to turn it off. If I need to step away, it's okay. Let me concentrate, figure out what I did wrong in that, and what do I need to do better the next time to get through that? Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, that game was very much an introduction to, a re actually, as I say, a reintroduction to the Japanese RPG style of games. I haven't played a Japanese RPG in a very long time. Um, so when I first booted that game up, I had to get accustomed to uh, the way they lay out the story and narrative. Um, it's been a while. I'm too used to the way Western RPGs play. So that was a little deviation for me. But once um, once you really get in there and get past all that, there's a very, very deep game that's coded around a pretty, pretty good story that isn't terribly difficult to follow considering that there's been so many other Monster Hunter games in the past. And this is the first um, Monster Hunter game to be titled on other consoles besides Nintendo and PlayStation. Mm. So um, I feel that they did a very good job of introducing this game to the majority of the gaming populace that had never touched a Monster Hunter game. Um, I felt very, very satisfied after getting my very first kill on that game. Um, that the way it works is very different to other games into how you encounter battles or quote-unquote boss battles. Um, like Andrew had said, if you, if you do bad in that game, it's never because of something that happens within the game engine or lag or somewhat. It's definitely all on you. If you die in that game, it's because you made a mistake. You didn't encounter that monster with the best strategy. Um, you have to learn every single monster because they all do something very different. They all have tells. Um, they, ha they do certain maneuvers or they um, do certain things in the game. They have specific attack styles that you have to get used to to be able to counter because that game's very much you have to counter the attacks of your enemy you have to read your enemy very well and you have to make your moves based on your the enemy movements so if you mm -hmm. make a mistake you pay for it and um it's very satisfying to to beat to beat those enemies because it's once you get up there it's not easy it's very very hard um i haven't really mm -hmm. progressed to the end game in that game yet because um i am all consumed by the beast known as destiny but um, every time I get back in the game, it's so much fun. Um, to go back on what Andrew said about the loot, it's a very, very special game in terms of loot. Um, I don't feel like there's any other game on the market that offers that kind of reward system yeah. that Monster Hunter does. I feel that if there's any other game on the market that's going to do that, it's not released yet. That's going to be Anthem, but we're not there yet. So... It's it's yeah. very much its own niche right now as far as loot games go, and it's a different kind of grind um, for weapons and materials and armors and the way you craft things, the way you make your your builds. It's it's there's no other game on the market like that, and I think that captured the gaming community who kind of have been looking for that. We got a little taste of that with with Destiny little taste of that with the division but nothing that really you can you know bite down hard into and, and you know get a good taste of it it was just little you know um little sweet little taste of something but not all there when you when you're playing monster hunter you you take a bite and you swallow and it's very very good 
<laughs> the other thing that makes that game so great also, uh, just to touch on real quick, and gives it so much depth, makes so you can keep coming back to it over and over, is the fact that there's 14 different weapon types in the game, and every single one plays completely differently from the others. So if wow. you feel like you start to get bored, you know, you've learned the monsters, you've learned their moveset, you know your timing, you can go and start on a different type of weapon, a different class, basically. Um, and it's almost like a new game. You know, you have the advantage over when you first started because you know the monsters. You have to learn this new weapon type. What are the, huh. you know, the movesets? What's the timing on them? What are the combos that you can use for it? What's the best way to play defensively, offensively? And it's like playing a completely new game all over again. So there really isn't a lot of getting bored in that game until you have hundreds of hours in it for a lot of people. You know, if you can focus that long on it, you can go back and start on something else and start getting different builds together for different activities. And it's fresh again. Man, you know what? I've been dragging my feet on that game for so long. Uh, you guys are convincing me again to like just get it, give it a chance, and just go into it and just play it. And it, I'm looking forward to that, honestly. I will help you. It has something for everybody. I think it's one of those games that was built, of, like built for casual players with veteran players in mind. If that makes sense, because you have people who've never heard of a monster hunter game outside of Japan. Or who've played it on the or the DSs, and then yeah, and then you have the veterans who are in love with Monster Hunter. What I like most about it is it's a challenge. Like every monster is a challenge, and you get that Dark Soul Soulsborn euphoria, like after you tried for so long on a boss and you finally beat it. You're just like, yes, you feel accomplished because, like Luis and Andrew said, like you mess up, you mess up, you dodge the wrong time, you miscalculated this move you weren't prepared enough this and that so it really makes you think like you're gonna ha you're going to fail like you have to you have to fail and learn the bosses and or monsters tactics and moveset to dodge to perfectly get the per to kill them to kill it pretty much That's yeah, I like i'm looking it. i'm looking forward to it I, I need to get on that i'm i've been dragging my feet too long javier uh, I'll, you I'll should get you. monster hunter yeah, <laughs> you guys have been telling me since the game came it. out. I'll introduce you to it and uh, you know help you through and everything. But I'll do the same thing right with you too. that I did with Luis. That I will not do anything for you. I'm gonna go in and I will teach you. I will introduce you so that you can really learn the move sets. Um, yeah. You know, a little bit easier than doing it by yourself. But I'll let you learn it and everything and i won't just go in and nuke everything for you so that once you get to high rank or towards the end game you're like okay i still have no idea what i'm doing yeah yeah and let me, i wouldn't have let it either reiterate the biggest reason why i'm so behind besides playing destiny is because i chose to play a majority of the story mode solo because i wanted to beat the monsters on my own without any help yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't get any help on any monster up until recently when we fought my first Elder Dragon, and yeah, that's because that's there's what, that's what I chose. I wanted to do that myself. Yeah, nice. it, there's some satisfaction that comes with that. I, I did a lot of it solo um, before I even started. You know, you can join in on SOS flares, people calling for help in a quest, and. I didn't do any of that for a long time. I went in and did most of it solo up to a certain point. There's a lot of satisfaction with really learning it and going in and doing that yourself and knowing that you've learned what there is to know about that monster. And then even after you do that, you know, okay, I know this, you go back later and you're like, oh, I didn't notice that before. There's always something new to learn. Andrew, flex on the, on the audience about your time that you put into the game and what your Monster Hunter level is. <laughs> okay, so at the moment, uh, I believe I have around 265 hours in Monster Hunter. Um, a little over 60 of that has been in the last couple of weeks after I went back to it. And then my current Hunter rank or level for people who don't play it is uh, 110 at the moment, which is a serious time investment. Um, yeah. 
I did take my time and go and do other things for a little bit, try and get certain builds together so I could have been higher, but it is definitely nothing I've been skimping on. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Uh, as we wrap up 2018 and going into 2019, what was your favorite gaming highlight or experience that you had last year that you will like always bring with you that you will never forget? Uh, my favorite highlight yeah, has to like, be Evo 2018, the grand finals for Dragon Ball. Because it was the first year it was there. It was the most watched, uh, most watched grand final in Evo history. And uh, at that grand final between Sonic Fox and Goichi was... Uh, People who don't even play Dragon fighting games would love that. Would love mm -hmm. that grand was just so much. That game is just so crazy in itself. But just two top tier players playing that game to its maximum potential. It's just it was. Yeah, it was one Evo. I won't forget. Did you Evo watch it live or it was streamed or yeah, what? Yeah, I watched it live. It went an hour and a half over its stream time. So oh, like Street Fighter got started two hours late. Because Street Fighter is always the last Evo game because it's a Street Fighter tournament, basically. That's what Evo is. But mm -hmm. uh, it always cool. will be a Street Fighter tournament. Yeah, so... It was... I don't know. Not yeah, was... <laughs> I, know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Dragon Ball might be one down in Evo. But, uh... What about you? What about you guys? Um, Go ahead, Luis. I'd have to say my favorite gaming highlight of 2018 is it's not that boisterous but um i would have to say doing the whisper of the yep. worm yeah that was um yep. very special that was a very special gaming moment for me um us you know jumping in there for the first time that was the first time we'd actually done a live event on the same day yeah and completing it we stood up till four in the morning doing it. I don't know how many tries it was, but um, <laughs> wasn't that many tries. Just um, is it was just the what they created with that us us sitting around waiting for a public event to start, yeah, getting the public public event to actually activate, jumping in there, learning this entirely new dungeon esque thing that. That Bungie's never done before. The first true, you know, dungeon from from Bungie, and it, the music, um, the aesthetic of the entire level, um, the challenge of it, and then that satisfaction at the end of getting the prize, of getting the Whisper of the Worm. It that was just that was Pinnacle Destiny until the Forsa yeah. until Forsaken came out. That was uh, that was everything that you can ask for from. The experience you get from Destiny, it, it was all summed up in one perfect little dungeon, and I loved it. Yes, I 100% agree. That was that was my choice as well. Just doing it day one, how we kept trying and trying and almost gave up, but we said one more, one more, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm pretty sure we were like maybe first 10,000 people who had that that weapon. That um, easy. And I forgot you got to that day one. Yeah, we got it. Yep. Yeah, it was really late, but we were, we only took I think maybe five or six tries, but I think it was five you know, tries. Because we had to, you we have to keep as waiting much time every waiting time. for the public event yeah. as we did actively doing the, the dungeon basically. Yeah, but we have our, you can, you guys can see our live reaction on our YouTube channel. Um, that's just that was pinnacle for me as well. I think mine would probably, yeah, I, I would have to say Monster Hunter. I know I've covered the game in pretty good detail already, but uh, yeah, this was my first Monster Hunter game. I was one of those that had never really heard of Monster Hunter um, before World came out. In fact, I didn't even, I wasn't watching pre-release. I wasn't learning anything about it. I didn't know anything about the game. And then after it released and I heard from some people that were playing it, I started, you know, looking into it. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. And the more I watched, the more I thought, this looks like a really fun game to play. 
once I started yeah, with it, I was hooked. My mistake, I bought that on PlayStation first because I was boasting it pretty good because a couple of my buddies on there played it before, and I played it before on the DS, and so I was like, oh, hey, and then I didn't know you guys were going to get it, so now I've got two consoles, but hey, it works, <laughs> it works out. Yeah, it's just such a satisfying game for me. I'm, I'm so glad that I got into it. Um, if I get bored with something or I'm not sure what I want to play, Monster Hunter is always great to fall back on. And then I have those times where that's all I want to play, like these last couple of weeks. I've just put so much time into that game. I'm at the end game. I'm working on end game builds, some of the you know best armor sets, things like that. Um, and getting ready for their expansion coming out later this year and that's something that i'll touch on a little bit later but uh it, i i'm so glad that i got into that that was definitely my highlight of the year and something that i i'm so glad it didn't happen any other way that's probably one of my absolute favorite games of all time now andrew you keep pulling my strings <laughs> you just get it just pull the trigger. I know. I'm just going to turn around right now and just buy I'm just, it. I'm just going to jab you here and there once in a while until you do it. You just pull that trigger. <laughs> Might as well start downloading now. Shoot. Might as well. I think it's on sale. Yeah. We can hop on tonight. I'll, I'll help you st get started. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As Now as we look forward to 2019, um, a couple of games have announced their, uh, their launch dates. Um what games are you guys looking forward to in 2019 um, as far as just any console, really? Um, I know we play mostly on uh, Xbox and uh, PC, but just anything. There is... I have four. One for each month. Uh, January, obviously, probably the biggest release. One of the biggest releases is Kingdom Hearts 3. It's 15 years. 13 years in the making, sorry. 13 years of proper Kingdom Hearts uh, number sequel. Minus all those spin-off, not the spin-off games, but sideweight games, I should say. And then February, obviously, we have Anthem, which I'm very highly looking forward to. Uh, then March, you have Devil May Cry 5, which is probably my most anticipated game next to Anthem. It has been over a decade since a main number, main Capcom numbered Devil May Cry game. And uh, the demo, I played the demo when it launched like uh, last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Uh, it was, it blew me away. It's only like a 15, 20 minute demo, but that 15, 20 minutes is what that game has in store. Oh man. <laughs> it's good to be a Devil May Cry fan. Uh, nice. And then uh, Sekiro, Shadows, May Di Shadows Die Twice. The new game from uh, the from software, the Bloodborne Dark Souls creators. Yeah. Hi from Miyazaki, so it's going to be... It's that supposed to be harder than uh, Dark Souls or Bloodborne, so I'm excited for that. Looking for that challenge. Plus it looks colorful and beautiful, so... It's a plus cool, there. cool. Alright. Um, there's two things that I'm looking forward to most this year. Um, that would be Anthem in February, which I can't touch too much on it. Um, I did play the alpha, the closed alpha. I got an invite to that. And it's under NDA, non-disclosure agreement, so I can't say too much about it. I can't go into details about the gameplay or anything, but I can say that I was pleasantly surprised with how much fun I had even just in that short little alpha test it was very limited in scope it was testing the you know the servers and things like that but the little bit of gameplay that I had for a couple hours was so satisfying to me and I can't wait for that game to come out now I was on the fence about it and yeah. I'm completely sold at this point uh, is it because the of other like... thing that I'm Sorry, is it because of uh, like the fluidity of it, or just the appearance, or or can you say at all? I don't the, know. <laughs> I, I, I gotta be careful with what I say. I don't want to have this pulled down. Um, the feeling of the gameplay to me, 
Um, it was, oh. I, I know most people have probably seen videos of the gameplay, you know, mm. going from walking and running on the ground, uh, the gunplay, jumping up in the air, hovering, flying around. It was all just, it had such a great feel to it. It was so much fun to be able to do that. And it wasn't alpha test, you know, it had its issues, um, which was to be expected. But to see how much fun I had just in that little alpha test, I'm extremely hopeful and, and have my sights set high for the final release in just under two months. Um, I, I think that's probably something I'm going to put a lot of time into. And then did, towards sorry, the end you, of the year... Oh. Did you play on PC or Xbox? I, I did play on PC. Um, okay. I got my invite on PC. That was what I was able to get on at that time for it. Um, so I, I had signed up for PC and not for Xbox uh, was easier for me that way so that I didn't have to kick my wife off the TV for a couple hours <laughs> in the middle of the day. <laughs> but yeah. I, was good. I think that it's going to play very well on console. I can see playing on PC was a blast and it performed you know, well on my PC and everything. I, I do have a, a higher end computer, but yeah. I can see that that's going to play extremely well on a controller i think it's going to be a lot of fun to play um, i didn't mind playing on a keyboard and mouse but mm -hmm. i am used to that however i don't think it's going to be a problem to step over to a controller i think that it's going to play fantastic on console i asked you that because that's basically the one game that i'm most interested in so i just wanted to get like a little more information on pc versus xbox and on and on so thanks for that yeah what was your I, uh, what was your I, second I, game sorry that's okay that's okay um the towards the end of the year um and again going back to monster hunter i, I touched a little bit on earlier there is their first paid expansion coming out at the end of the year called iceborne mm -hmm. and it is bringing in new monsters um a new area uh at least one new area i'm not sure how much it's going to have exactly but um new weapons and armor and all that kind of stuff and the big thing about that is for anybody who knows about monster hunter has played it before it's basically bringing in g rank so in monster hunter world right now we have low rank and then high rank where the game really opens up and starts getting to the real game when you get to high rank the monsters are tougher you get better gear all that kind of stuff and you build a lot on that G rank is beyond that and in the past has always been a separate game to come out about a year after the original game was released so you would have Monster Hunter Generations and then Generations Ultimate um, and that Ultimate would be the G rank uh, expansion basically but in a separate game so you had to start over Monster Hunter World is doing this as an expansion to the game and so everything is going to get tougher. You're basically going to be kind of like going from low rank to high rank. Um, but even worse, you are going to have to start grinding for all new gear and everything because everything is going to be that much tougher. Everything is going to hit that much harder. It's going to be um, that much stronger. So you need to have more defense. You need to do more damage and that's going to just drive me right back to that game for hours upon hours, and I can't wait for it. Do you know how much the expansion is? I don't know yet. Um, okay. I'm not sure if that information has been released or not yet. I haven't seen it, but it is going to be a full expansion. Um, I don't know how much stuff it's bringing, but I do know it's going to be substantial, so I don't want to venture a guess and have that be wrong have people call me out on it but it's going to be a full expansion probably all right sweet um yep. i'll start off by saying i'm super looking forward to diablo immortal on the mobile for mobile um my most anticipated game of 2019 can't wait for that to release i already pre-ordered it on my samsung so 
so excited really? for that. I don't think I don't think any other games really matter as far as Diablo Immortal. What do you you are. <laughs> this is the just worst kidding. troll I'm just, ever. I'm just actually, that game does look pretty fun. I'm uh, actually kind of excited uh, for that. Totally joking. Oh, you got me, man. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That, totally that was good. That was good. Oh, um, no. Um, I'd say, as far as tier goes, um, I was really looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3. That game looks super awesome. Um, I liked the previous game. I haven't played them in a long time. Like last game I played was two, and I haven't really kept up because there's so many other titles that were released between all the DSs and um, PlayStation portable games, and it's just it's crazy. So I never got a chance to keep up with it, but because um, I I left PlayStation and got an Xbox, and they didn't release it for Xbox, so I couldn't play any other ones. So I'm excited to get a Kingdom Hearts on the Xbox that I could play. Um, super pumped about it. The gameplay looks really fun. I like how many worlds they're introducing. All the Pixar worlds they're throwing in now. Um, like the off the wall stuff like Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, the the different style of battle engagements they have now with um, Sora being able to use like uh, Disneyland rides and amusements, and it just looks really cool. It looks really like, a, like a, a fun game to play. Just a mindless game. I don't have to dedicate any time to it, have any quests to look for. It's just a game I can jump into. My kids can come with me and, and watch me play it. They can let them let them play it too, and it'll be a fun game to play. I'm excited to, to play that game. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. Um, nice. Another game I'm, I'm looking forward to is Anthem, obviously. Um, I think anyone who's in the looter shooter market right now has their eyes on that game because it, it looks like it could be the real deal. Um, it looks like an amalgamation of the Division and Destiny and Monster Hunter thrown into a collective game that has dedicated servers and it looks like to have a pretty healthy loot system and we don't have to worry about the loot affecting any kind of PvP because there won't be need to be balancing for that and it's just a straight up PvE game that you can invite your friends into and it looks it looks really good um, I was very skeptical at first but after seeing a lot of the, the dev Q&A's and some couple breaks down breakdowns from other youtubers um, definitely guarded my my interest I'm interested in and that that uh, storm, that looks very, very cool. Yep. I want to try that javelin out when I get my hands on it. If I do, um, another game that I'm really looking forward to is Division Two. That game's kind of fallen off the radar. I don't know what's going on marketing with that game, but uh, hasn't been really no talk of it as of late. But I, I enjoy the Division One a lot. After they had fixed the game post its initial release, when um, it's had its troubles with Endgame and Community Backlash, but they fixed their game. They brought it back. I enjoyed the final product of what the Division was. I'm very much looking forward to the direction that the Division 2 is going to be taking. It's, it, it's very, very different from the Division 1 as far as I can see. Um, especially since it's a totally different season. They went from summer, went to winter to summer. Um, they're changing up the way loot's done. Um, yeah, it looks great. I'm, I, I liked that story. I want to, I want to go back into that world and learn more about what happened and with the outbreak and what's going on now and who the new villains are. It's, it's, it's something that has my interest for sure. Uh, another game I'm really looking forward to is Jump Force. That game looks awesome. Uh, there, it's a mashup of. A lot of the big shonen games, so it's pretty much an amalgamation of of Naruto, Dragon Ball, uh, One Piece. You've got Bleach in there. They've got Yu-Gi-Oh. They've got tons of anime characters in there. And I'm just, it's it looks very very fun. I played the beta, the closed beta when it came out. Um, I didn't get a lot of time because there was a lot of closed windows. 
so it was very difficult to get some time into play. I got a couple matches in. It was it was not complex at all. It was very, very easy to pick up and play. That's what I liked about it. It was fun. Um, and I, I, I very much am looking forward to that game's release. It looks like it's going to be a fun game to play. And I finally get to have Ichigo take on Goku or Vegeta or play as Naruto or Sasuke against... I don't know, a Seto Kaiba and Yugi. I mean, that's kind of that's so bizarre, but it sounds. I so feel like fun. Yugi is like the most. <laughs> Yugi is the most strange character they would throw. I mean that. Yeah, because yeah, Yugi is just. I don't know. That's. I don't know how it's gonna. Hit, I don't know how his character is gonna work because of his cards. And then them announcing Deku. I mean, I just I gotta get that game. There's no way I can't. I can't get it. <laughs> and Asta. Uh, yeah, yeah, another game. Uh, um, I, Wait, so is it uh, like Super Smash Bros, but anime? No, it's it's no. very much an arena fighter. It's like Tekken. I, that's the uh, best thing I can compare it to. It's an arena style uh, fighter. Uh, there's, yeah. It's kind of like um, drag, the old Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse. games. You charge, mm -hmm. up, yep, you, char yep. you, you charge up your powers. You have supers, special abilities, stuff like that. Um, it's like an arena fighter. And it's, it doesn't look like it's going it. to be too much on the um like hardcore fighter players i don't think that's going to be at the evo tournaments i think it's just going to be one of those fun fighting games you can pick and play another game uh cody mentioned was sekiro shadows die twice that game is looking like it's going to be pretty awesome i'm i'm very very much a fan of um japanese history and samurais and all that and that's got all that mixed up in there and i'm very very much want to get my hands on that game it looks fun and to close it out with the last and final game i'm really looking forward to is uh mortal kombat 11. uh what they did with injustice 2 netherrealm studios they really they changed how fighting games are done in my opinion they introduced a loot system with different armors and those armors have different specs and abilities to them and it's uh i i'm i i was very happy with the product they released for injustice 2 and usually what they do just like they did with injustice is they take what's the best qualities of the game prior and throw into that game and make it better so i have a feeling they're gonna do the same thing they're gonna grab the best qualities of mortal kombat 10 Injustice 2, mash it together and make an even better game. And that teaser trailer was awesome. I am super excited for it. I actually just bought 10 again because I never got a chance to actually play through it and finish the story the first time around. So I bought it for so five bucks on the countdown on Xbox and I'm excited to jump back in there and finally finish that story mode and just so I can get ready for Mortal Kombat 11 because it looks like it's going to be a fun game. Because NetherRealm that, Studios, man, they, they always are consistent with quality and story, and I'm excited. Touch on that, uh, yeah. That was a short I list. Yeah. <laughs> honorable mention, though. Honorable mention. <laughs> Monster Hunter's honorable mention because, I again, I haven't finished the first game, so I'm not, like, super excited like Andrew is for the expansion because I haven't even finished this game yet, but... I'm very much looking forward to this expansion and them adding a new destination, I think, and G-Rank. I've had um, a couple people tell me about G-Rank and what it's about, and it sounds pretty awesome. I'm going to be introducing new monsters and probably a ton of more loot. So, um, yeah, excited about that. You I feel happy? a hole in my pocket now. <laughs> <laughs> it's burning away, man. I'm simple. I, I can't play too many games, you know, um, at That's why once. I kept my list short. Yeah, I'm sticking with Anthem, number one, and then I might fiddle around with, you know, Monster Hunter and other things. Um, if you guys recommend it, of course. But, yeah, Anthem's going to be probably priority. And we'll see, you know, we'll see what everything else unfolds. Um, I know Destiny 2 will have its own announcements in the next year so we'll see how it goes um oh then there's yeah. also that uh pokemon game that they haven't talked about that they've been pretty tight-lipped about 
yeah, the new main Pokemon RPG. They haven't released any information oh, really? about it other than oh. that it's coming this year. For for what platforms? For the Switch. Switch? Okay. What? That's cool. Yeah, because All Pokemon right. Let's Go was kind of like a mashup between the RPGs and Pokemon Go. Um, mm -hmm. Took out some of the RPG elements. It is fun. I enjoy it. Uh, my wife and I have been playing it. But uh, it's not a main Pokemon RPG title, really. And yeah. they're supposed to be coming out with a main Pokemon RPG title this year that they have said they're going to go really hard on the RPG aspects, apparently. Um, but they haven't really given us any more information on it. Nice. So all the listeners out there, keep your eyes out for all the games that we just mentioned. Um, this should be a, a full first quarter or half a year of just gaming. Good games coming out. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, in other news, let's switch shift gears a little bit to kind of, I guess, headlines, you can say. Um, just platform sales in general from last from the year before to last year. Um, Nintendo Switch went up 22%, which is uh, probably because, you know, all the great games that they just came out with, Super Smash Bros., you know, everything. It's... It was a good year for them uh, at the end of the year. It's Mainly outsold Japan. <laughs> yeah. It's outsold the uh, PlayStation and the 3DS in Japan. It's outsold yeah. everything almost. And, and I think also, the it's a, it's a new platform. Yeah, was Super Smash and the new Pokemon Let's Go. Um, a lot of people, because Pokemon Let's Go is more accessible, took out some of those RPG elements. I know a lot of people who have played Pokemon Go on their phones got a switch just for that to try out something that was a little closer to the rpg titles and really get an introduction to that type of game um i've heard from a handful of people that i know personally that you know either they got it or they got it for their kids and bought a switch just for that game yeah and it's relatively new i mean it came out what two years ago almost so yeah not, not very many people have it, so that could be another thing. But yeah, yeah, just games that, that they came out with in general um, probably is the reason why as well. Uh, Xbox continues to go up. Um, it's about 18%, 18% from the year before, which is, you know, it's nice. Um, I'm thinking it's probably because of the titles that just released. <laughs> we've been playing them. We've been following them. But um, I have I, to say I, that that surprises me this late in the lifespan of this console generation that they're up from last year. I have a feeling it has to do with them separating into two consoles. They have the X and they mm. have the S, and then the S is just so much more affordable for people who don't need a powerful machine like the X is. People who just want the game for their kids to play whatever they want, use it for entertainment. They it. It does what it needs to do, and it performs well. Yeah, and, and if you people... want that extra performance and the the power, you can go and spend the extra buck on the X, which I think yeah. is also contributing to what their sales is, because people are going out and they are buying the X because it's that much better. Yep, they're upgrading. Yep, I think that and, contributes uh... a lot. And yes, they they're making big they're making big purchases right now, it's buying all, all these studios and i think that's garnering attention from the community and they're saying okay i might as well invest now because these guys are going to have some games coming out that we're going to want to get yeah and then playstation is down actually about 15 percent, which is surprising to me but not really <laughs> i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they fought crossplay so hard and crossplay is such a big thing for gamers now it's something that microsoft is doing well it's something that you know um with the xbox and with pc nintendo is doing um and sony fought that for so long it was understandable for a bit and people kept watching and then it went on for so much time that i think a lot of people just got turned off of sony and 
you know, people started looking at other things to play because they started to get the feeling that they would never be able to play with their friends on other consoles um, if they stuck with Sony or if they went out and bought a PlayStation, but that with other consoles and with other platforms, they had that option. You know, it's not across the board on all games yet, but there's a lot more that Microsoft and Nintendo have done with that than Sony has. Uh, as far as Sony, they've just got, I believe right now, um, Rocket League and Fortnite, and those are the only two titles that can, you can crossplay between other platforms. I think that yeah. was the big thing too, was Fortnite. That community was like super upset that Sony was against the crossplay, and yeah. they were pretty vocal about it. Um, I definitely believe that that's one of the major contributors to why percentages are down. Not to mention that there's other options for for gaming that PS4 doesn't offer. For example, uh, the Game Pass with Xbox. If you compare apples to oranges with those, I mean, what PlayStation offers with their subscription isn't nearly half as much as what you get from the Game Pass. Same thing yeah. for Nintendo Switch. They offer so many more games that from their old titles that you can play on the Switch, which doesn't cost as much as what PS4 is doing. Absolutely. I think the main thing of PlayStation is the just the exclusives, the first-party games, but what the big draws are for PlayStation. I like my PlayStation 2, but I mostly play fighters on there just because the networks seem to be better than Xbox for some reason. I've, I have multiple games on uh, both consoles, and the uh, network play seems to run a lot better on uh, PlayStation. And the, the field of controller, too, for fighting games is a lot easier for me, I feel, because everything's right there. And uh, what it is weird, I don't know, they're 18% down. I just saw a stat today th earlier this I think uh, showing that. God of, I think God of War and Spider-Man really saved their keister this year. If it weren't yeah, for the games, yeah. they'd be... Yeah, yeah. Uh, They'd be in some deep trouble. Yeah, I, I got a word alone said that Spider-Man helped tremendously too. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm curious to see what next year Sony has for exclusives because everything coming out next year is on all across all platforms. And so I'm kind of curious to see what's, uh, what they have in store. Do you guys know when the next generation consoles are supposed to come out? They're looking uh, at 2019, 2020. Yeah, they, they're, they're only rumors right now. Um, earliest estimate would be holiday season of this year, and those estimates range from then holiday 2019 all the way up to 2021. So they've kind of got 2020 hmm. as their sweet spot. Uh, they think yep. sometime around there would be when we're going to see the new consoles release so if that's true we may start getting information about them at e3 this year um, yep, yep. or one of the other conferences mm, i wonder right. how long before uh before the one and ps4 phased out I'll, i would assume not too long maybe like a year or two yeah well and the other big thing that i think is going to help xbox along with their purchase of studios and their embrace and you know their how they've embraced crossplay and everything the other thing that's going to help them this next generation is they're doubling down on backwards compatibility and they're designing this new console from what has been said and rumored around backwards compatibility so you're not leaving your xbox one games behind when you move to this new console or even 360 games that you have in your library you can still go back and play those so you're not jumping to a new generation with only one or two titles to play right away oh that's cool kind of nice. have the system in case you do want they, that library goes bigger that's kind of cool nice well the last bit of news that we want to talk about is that uh, Nintendo has ended its content creators program uh, I didn't know too much about it. I knew that on YouTube they would flag pretty much anything Nintendo. And a lot of people, I guess, had to go through this content creator program to get authorization to post their videos. And that was just a huge hassle for a ton of people. Um, but I think they announced a month ago that they're ending that program. And now you are able to upload Nintendo gameplay videos 
you know, as long as it's original footage, commentary, and that you're following the copyright laws, fair use laws, and it has to be appropriate content, but you can pretty much post anything you want um, and earn monetization for it, which is great. I'm looking forward to that. And um, That's a huge probably going to be posting some. Yeah, I'm probably going to be diving into a little bit of Nintendo Switch gameplay here and there and maybe posting some oh, stuff yeah. on that. But. Content, content creators are all over that. I mean, soon oh, as, yeah. soon as uh, Pokemon Let's Go came out, like that was being streamed constantly. Yeah. Yep, and even streaming too. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. Um, that's been going on forever almost. And I'm happy they finally saw the light. <laughs> yeah, I think Nintendo yeah. finally realized what streaming can do for them as far as marketing goes. I mean, these guys will sell their games for them. <laughs> they, I mean, they're they're, they're exactly. sitting down playing their games at home. People are watching them play. Thousands of people, you know, hundreds of people are watching these guys playing streaming, and their their personalities that they enjoy watching, you know. And what they do is they they see them playing a the game, like, oh, I want to play that game. It looks fun, and they just go and buy it and play it. I mean, yeah, it's free advertisement no, for them. It's free advertisement for them. I mean, I finally think that they just you know open their eyes to that concept and really seeing what what can come of it. Yeah, they're gonna benefit hugely. I think that's what helped Pokemon Go a lot, though, because uh, people were skeptical about that game, and then you can just go watch your favorite streamer play it, and you're like, okay, you know what? This game does look good. He likes mm -hmm. it. Let me go try it out. <laughs> Sorry, he or uh -huh. she, whatever your favorite streamer is. <laughs> Didn't mean to <laughs> generalize it there. Well, that's going to wrap up our general discussion on gaming as a whole um, last year and this year coming up. Uh, things that we're looking forward to and uh hopefully it's it's going to be a good another good year 